Happy Friday, guys, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Dubs. I'm your host, Bill T. Well, it got me. The coronavirus got me. Uh, my son wasn't feeling great on Sunday, and I decided uh, he, he went and got tested Monday. His test results came back positive. Uh, by Wednesday, I might have had a little bit of a headache, and then I went and got tested. And uh, my results came back positive. But uh, today is Thursday night. I'm recording this for Friday's podcast, and I think I'm going to make it, guys. I got a little bit of a head cold. Other than that, still feeling decent for the most part. Uh, but we'll see, man. Everybody's uh, either uh, everybody's going to get it sooner or later, uh, I think. But, uh, you know, what are you going to do? It happens, right? You can't live your life in fear. So you got to just keep marching along. Uh, other than that, guys, uh, we'll touch on this week's podcast. This week's show is I drag Megan, my beautiful wife, into the studio. Those of you that came down for the crazy weekend got to meet my wife and see the gorgeous, stunning beauty that's married to me. And I get her on the podcast. She's not a real big talker, but I got on here. She said a few words, and we talked about the trip to go pick up the limo bug. So if you guys want to get an episode to have maybe a girl listen to, <laughs> this is probably the one. Um, my wife has been... Oh man, so awesome to me in my in in our marriage. You know, it wasn't always easy, and she wasn't always good to go to go get Volkswagen stuff. But over time, I wore her down like an old pair of shoes. I wore her down, and now she's uh, she's all about the road trip. She's all about having some fun, the adventure of getting some Volkswagens, uh, spending some time in the car with me, and uh, watching me get happy buying these ridiculous cars and doing these things. So. That's what this week's show is about. So we recount the trip we took back to Texas. If you guys haven't seen the video, I'll put a link in the description of the podcast. If you go down, there'll be hyperlinks that'll take you to the YouTube channel that we have that'll show the video that I documented the trip going back. So it's kind of fun. Uh, I had a blast. We got the limo bug, and you guys just saw recently on my Instagram, a friend of mine's running uh, for re-election as a judge here in town, so I offered to hook him up with it to... Uh, to wrap it for a little bit of um, exposure for his campaign. I figured what cooler than a limo bug because all eyes on the limo bug. So uh, the future is yet to be determined with the limo bug. It was uh, a purchase of pure um, impulse just to go get it and then uh, and then have it and bring it back. And who knows what we'll do with it then. But it was cheap enough that it was worth the gamble and I can always get my money out of it. And so that's the moral of the story that our wives learn eventually is that when we buy these cars, if we buy them right, we can always sell them and get back out of them, right? And then we're able to take that money, roll it into another venture. And when can you have money just sitting in the bank and then it's there, right? And then and then it's gone. You can go to Disneyland. You can go to Disney World. You can create memories of those types or you can purchase a vehicle, take a crazy road trip with your wife, spend some time, have her try to understand the Neanderthal brain that us men have, that we're over here chasing these wrecked, busted up cars that we're going to bring back to life. And uh, maybe get lucky and your wife will go with you and you get to go on a road trip like I did with mine. So uh, love her to pieces. She's she's the best. And, uh, you know, it was a great time. So we get to recount the going back to Houston the trip, how it all got started, how everything kind of fell into place, and a little bit of history of our previous road trips a little bit in this. So um, without any further ado, guys, we'll get into this week's podcast. Bill buys a limo bug, but why? So on this week's Let's Talk Dubs. A Volkswagen is a nice station wagon to have a number 
All right, everybody. So on today's show, um, I'm going to do, I've had a lot of people asking questions about why I bought the limo and some things like that. And I thought the limo story deserves to be told. So on today's show, we're going to discuss the limo. And I do have a special guest on the show today. I have my lovely wife, Megan. Megan, hello. Hello. So my wife, Megan, is joining me on the podcast reluctantly to share some things that uh, she's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to say, but it'll all happen naturally because that's what I do. That's my job. So we'll get talking about the limousine, why I bought the limo bug and all these fun things that happened. So uh, the story's pretty simple. A few years back, I was looking on, I always like kind of different stuff. And I always thought, you know, personally myself, I thought, uh, you know, a limo bug would be pretty cool, you know, especially just something, you know, everybody's buying these coach built cars, everybody's getting special one-offs and all this stuff. And I thought, you know, anything that would, I think a, a VW limo would be cool, especially if like somebody took the time, decked it out and did all that stuff. And then, uh, one, one was available at one time, um, in Arizona and I called the guy, the guy named Scott had it and it was a 68 convertible, uh, I'm sorry, a 68 limo bug. And I think he wanted somewhere around seven grand for it. And it was kind of roached. I mean, it needed, it needed pretty much everything I'm sure. And I ended up, uh, I moved too slow on the deal, and I think actually I tracked it down on the internet, and I tracked down the guy that owns it down there and all that kind of stuff, so uh, I left him a message and tried to track him down, but uh, either way, I kind of let that ship sail, and I've got plenty of stuff on my to-do list, starting with the Type 34 Gia and the Bull Run bus that we started doing the conversion, which it's actually no longer the Bull Run bus, so uh, that's just going to be my new 21 window, and... I've I've had plenty of stuff on my plate and I'm sitting in my studio one night. My neighbor comes over and we get to talking and he comes in the studio and we're just sitting down chewing the fat and he talks about, you know, yeah, you know, I used to own a limo back in the day and I'm like, ah, yeah, that reminded me I wanted to get a limo bug. So I hop on the uh, Sambas, we're sitting there chatting it up and I do a search for a limo just to try to show him a picture one that I was going to buy. And lo and behold, in Alice, Texas, there was a limo available for sale. So uh, I'm, I'm talking to him, and he's telling me his whole story about whatever, and I'm completely distracted at this point. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. That There's a limo on here. And I'm, I'm looking at it, and they wanted nine grand for it. And the list, the listing on it had been since uh, since August. And I thought, man, that's uh, it's been on there for a while. And then they wanted eight or nine grand for it, and then the price was reduced to like $5,700. And then I thought to myself, I thought, man, that's so stinking cheap. And it, it's a car that was superficially done. You know, you, you buy a car from some of these places like the, um, sometimes the small towns, people that build quote unquote show cars, they're just kind of get the car, paint job, put some seat covers on it, stuff, call it a restored car, right? So it's not like a super, super nice car. Uh, but I could tell it was, it was a decent car. Like it, it looked good and um, all of a sudden for some ridiculous reason I was like man that thing is so cool and then I started in my head I started you know the gear started turning and I thought man that thing's so cool I can't believe this this is crazy so I, I, I pull up the email and I email the lady and I'm like hey do you still have why well, I don't know if it was lady or guy or whatever it said G Shepherd and so I'm like you still have the uh, limo available so I'm like now now I'm all like fired up to get the limo and I can't you know Megan knows me when I get something in my craw, I just sit there and keep thinking about it over and over again. And uh, the gal emails me the next day and she says, yeah, I still have it. So I said, 
All right. I looked at it and I thought for $5,700, I couldn't even buy a car for a thousand bucks, pay someone for the rough cutting and metal work without any body work just for, to buy it, have somebody cut the car in half, make the doors, do whatever has to be done. Even on the worst level, I couldn't do that for under 10 grand. And I thought, you know, this thing would be worth it. I mean, in Alice, Texas, it's probably worth nothing. I mean, in her little small show car circuit, she's, you know, showed it a few times and the novelty is worn off. And now it's like, oh, there's the limo bug or whatever. And so I turn around and uh, when I get her email, I responded. I said, hey, I like the limo bug. Does it run good? I, I can't. There was a couple really superficial questions that I asked. Nothing. I mean, I was I, I, I couldn't care. I wanted to get it. I was like I was buying it. It didn't matter. Right. And so I end up sending this gal. Uh, I tell her, I said, let me send you a deposit. Uh, I'll come down and get a week after next. And then, meanwhile, I think that I can. When, when did I tell you about it, Megan? I honestly don't remember exactly when you told me about it. Well, what What's the first thing you remember me telling you about the limo bug? What I remember is you saying, "Hey, you want to go pick up a bug in Texas and drive it home." <laughs> and what was your thought when I said that? Uh, heck yeah, I want to go to Texas. <laughs> You'd never been to Texas, right? Right. Sign me up. And that was your deal. You were like, I've never been to Texas. I'd love to go. So and not all you guys can have a wife as cool as that, but my wife's pretty cool and she's she's fairly adventurous when it comes to certain things that I want to do. So, uh, you know, um, I told her, I said, hey, let's go to Texas, get this car. And uh, so she's on board and now I got this lady. And meanwhile, at the same time that I'm doing all of this, um, I'm a week into doing this. I wire this lady a thousand bucks. So I send her a thousand bucks and the car's on hold. And so I said, all right, hold on to the car for me and I'll be down week or week after next. I just got to get plane tickets and whatever. So I mean, I'm busy at work. I got plenty of stuff going on. There's no reason for me to be leaving or doing any of that kind of stuff. And then, uh, I end up, um, meanwhile, seeing my buddy, he comes to see me. I do the podcast with Tori Alonzo. The next week, we start talking about the red chop bug. And so all of a sudden, I'm now committed to buy this car for like six grand. And two weeks prior, I'd sold my, I'd sold the Celine that I had. And so that went back into my car money fund, right? So I had my little car money set to the side. And this guy, uh, I'm talking to Tori Alonzo. He connects me with Bob Daniels. Bob Daniels gives me the number to Jim, Jim Moto. And then I'm talking to Jim Moto. And next thing you know, I'm, I, for some reason I'm thinking in my head, like I got to secure this car. Like this, this eighties car is so cool. And the last thing I need is this limo. Like I'm, this is what's going through my head at this time. So I'm thinking it'll work out. I got, I've committed to this woman. I'm getting the limo. I'm just going to go get it. Cause it's going to be, it's going to be something super fun to do. I get to hang out with my wife for a couple of days. We get to do a quick little trip, fly down, to, fly down to Texas. And then you know, we talked about it before and I said, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll fly down there and, uh, pick it up if it breaks down or whatever, you know, we'll just rent a truck, buy a tow bar somewhere and just haul the thing back to Vegas. But I thought to myself, where better could you have a limo and resell a limo if I wanted to resell it other than Las Vegas, right? I mean, whether it's for a business advertising or whatever it is, you know, this would be the ideal place as far as I'm concerned. So I end up uh, calling the gal, get it all set up, 
Megan and I fly down there. Now, what's your thoughts this whole time, Megan? Like, you're thinking what? You're just focused on the road trip. Like, you're not, are you paying any attention to the car? It's going to break down, any of that kind of stuff? Not really. <laughs> just excited to get on the road and just go. Why? Because it's a good time with you just hanging out. But also, like, what's been going on this year? What, what do we normally do this year? The, like, what would be our summer normally? Right. So, we usually do a lot of different road trips and car shows and stuff like that with the kids and with covid and all that we've been on lockdown so we haven't gotten to get out and do anything right so we we get an opportunity to go head out there and do that so we hop a plane and we head to texas right yep and we now we land in texas and and my my lovely patient wife megan had to deal with this in europe when we went to europe for uh Volksworld, I had asked her to prepare a bunch of a bunch of stuff for uh, for Volksworld, right? Yes. What did I ask you to do? You said plan an itinerary, uh-huh. get us rooms, get us places to stay, plan our trip. And I spent hours planning this trip. <laughs> and then what happened? I don't know what happened. You, you told me. You, you, you <laughs> tell what happened. <laughs> So we, we get to Europe and I'm like, she's like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to rent this car. I go, ah, you know what? I think I changed my mind. Let's just, let's just play it by ear. And then that sets off our whole two weeks of, of a little bit of irritation on Megan's part because she had spent so much time planning everything. And my thought process was like, if we rent a car, we're committed to this car. That was kind of where it started with me. I never thought it out. And I thought, well, shoot, cause you know, we went to Europe. I thought, well, shoot, if we rent a car, I can't just hop a plane to Germany or do whatever, and, and that's kind of some of the stuff that we did, right? So, um, I mean, all in all, it was, a, it was a decent trip. It was a little stressful for Megan because Megan likes to have a plan. She normally likes to have know where she's going to sleep that night. And me, I'm like, we're half around the world. I'm sure there's a room available somewhere, right? And we're using Hotels.com and all that stuff. So she gave up on planning stuff with me, and she just goes with the flow now, right? Yeah, that's it. Just whatever, right? Whatever. whatever no plan. <laughs> four star or no star. We're staying, that's right? right. <laughs> Preferably four star. But, you know, we've stayed in some no star, some no star hotels. So we fly down there. What's it like? What, give me your description of when we land in in, uh, in Corpus Christi. What's, what's the weather? What's it look like? What's the vibe in the airport? Well, the airport's dead because there's not a lot of people traveling right now, I guess. But then... There's no cars to rent. I mean, there's no, there's like five people in line. There's three car car rental places, right? Yeah. And so we're thinking like, oh, pretty good odds. We'll probably just get a car, right? Mm-hmm. That was the plan. Get a car and then drive to Alice, Texas, which was 40 miles, I think, from Corpus Christi. And then. Yeah, wh- so no cars. Um, we end up calling an Uber. Right. Who's our Uber driver? Uh, I, I don't think, know. He's I, young. What was his, his name? Jose? Maybe. I know it was, a, it was a Hispanic name. But there's a storm coming in because <laughs> we're on the, the shore, right? Right. We're close to the yeah, ocean. Yeah, right, right by the ocean. And we get in the Uber and it's just pouring down rain. So it's getting, it's crazy with rain and we're, uh, we get there to Uber and then this Uber guy picks us up, right? We probably wait like, it's a, it's a little, it's a little different, right? We just left sunny Las Vegas. We land in, in Houston and it's heavy overcast there's a storm coming in and she's never been to houston and if you guys haven't been to houston like in vegas california you know places cities that are urbanized things like that that have been around for a while 
you normally have not a lot of peripheral view, right? Like you look out in the city, even I was at Cars and Coffee the other day, and I'm in a, I'm in a strip mall and I can see across the street and here, there, and everywhere I look, your line of sight is disrupted by either a building, a structure, or whatever the case is. But Houston, Texas, but Texas in general is like wide open spaces. There's tons of room and everybody puts tons of space between everything else. So you can see, if you get on a long flat road, you can see for you know, 50 miles and you can see kind of over and through the neighborhoods and the streets and the cities and it just seems real wide open. So we, uh, we hopped the Uber to go to this gal's house. I'd never met these people before and, and they're, they're, we land I think at six o'clock and I, as a matter of fact, I sent her a text message um, as we we're getting on the plane, she's like, Hey, are you, when are you going to pick the car up? And so I text her, I said, I'm actually boarding a plane right now and we're going to be there around six. Oh, okay. Because I told her earlier that week that we would, I'd go either Thursday or Friday. I think we'd, we, we'd gone on a Thursday. We left on a Thursday. And so flew there Thursday, landed, contacted the owner. We land in Texas. We leave Vegas at 10 a.m. We land in Texas because we're flying against the time zone. So we land in Texas at about 6, 6 p.m., I think it is. And so my thought was like, well, we'll get there. We'll get the car and we'll drive to you know wherever. So we get there and it's crazy. Like it's super heavy overcast. It looks like rain's coming five minutes into the Uber. My Uber driver is a diesel mechanic who Ubers on the side. And he's got a, it's probably a 2010 Impala or Chevy Malibu. Um, I know, you know, you could tell wasn't the newest thing on the road, but you know, it was all right. Uh, it definitely needed some windshield wipers because driving it, the dude's windshield wipers were like sketch city. So we end up uh, grabbing the Uber. It's a $60 Uber ride to uh, Alice, Texas. So we take the ride and then pull up in front of the house. Megan, what's your impression of the house when we show up? Give, give me give me the picture of what you see when we, we're, it's, it's, it's now raining. It's coming down rain and we're showing up at this house. We're going to a strange house. I got six thousand, roughly $6,000 cash in my pocket. And uh, which you paid no attention to, I'm sure you're like, whatever. <laughs> and, and we pull up at this house, and then what's your impression of of Gail, her husband, and her son, and all that stuff when we get there? They're super nice. I mean, there was describe no... the house to me. What's the house look like? It's, I mean, it's an older house. It seems like kind of a log, like, like a cabin farm, style. Yeah. They're on probably two acres, I think they were. Yeah, big garage, detached garage. Yeah, steel building next to the house that's got the limo bug in there. And yeah. we, we pull up and everybody's smoking. They're on the front porch. Smoking just... cigarettes, you know, out there having their cigarettes and uh, uh, ask if we wanted a, a drink or anything like that. Really I mean, su- kind. Super Very cordial, nice. yeah. And we show up like two people in an Uber, just like, hey, we're here to buy, <laughs> we're here to buy the car. And uh, so we go... Uh, t- I talked to Gail for a little bit. She's a sweetheart. Her husband's really cool. Like everybody's really cool. And then uh, with the video you guys see online is we were walking. I, st- I turned the camera on right as we walk around the corner to start looking at the car. I mean, I'd never seen the car to this date. And then I knew, I thought to myself, I'm, I'm committed now. Like there's no turning back. She's got a thousand bucks of my money. It doesn't matter at all. Like we're, ta- we're taking it. I hope it runs decent. But we're taking it, right? So go in the garage, check the car out. It seems pretty, 
it's 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 about what I expected. So it's mostly visual. The repairs that have been done to it are they're not like what you would see people doing repairs today. Like it over there for that car, like for a you know your average kind of show car. It's you know it's I don't want to say show car. Your average car that people take to shows in the south and small towns like that. <clears throat> it's fairly decent like that. Um you know that they just re- probably replaced a hole in the floor with some metal or whatever the case is. And you know, I'm talking to her husband. He says, well, you're in luck. The headlights weren't working about an hour ago. We just got the headlights working. So I was like, all right, cool. Um, I said, how's it run and drive? She goes, well, you know, it's, I think she told me, she said, you know, with it being so much longer and it's only four feet, 48 inches of like roof pan and thing, which might weigh 400 pounds max. Right. She's like, as heavy as it is, it's really hard to stop. You know, like it, it's hard to stop because it's so much heavier. And then I was just like, yeah, no problem. The pedal felt okay. You know, um, I hadn't even checked. I checked nothing. I checked. I don't even think I checked oil until we got to the first gas stop. Right. So, um, yeah, we're talking for a few minutes and I said, all right, let's do it. Like it was the most uninspected purchase of my life. I walk in, I look at him, right? I'm like, okay, cool. I'm sold. Let me sit in the front seat. I can tell when I shut the door that the the A pillar bottom of the A pillar is a little bit rotted out, so the door's sagging a little bit. And I'm just kind of like, whatever. Let's we're we're here. Let's get it. And so, um, we go back in the house. We finish the transaction, sign the bill of sale, do all that fun stuff. Then I come back in the garage and I said, oh, I brought some vinyl stickers with me. I just wanted to put some stickers on it. So you know, we decide to put the stickers on there in the garage. And then I told my buddy, I said, I don't want any really like, don't give me super high quality stickers. I don't know the, the kind of the pain is. I mean, they're going to be temporary just to get the logo on there for the road trip back. And I pull these uh, vinyl stickers out and these things are like as thin as tissue paper. I mean, it's hard to get vinyl on something or put a sticker on something without a bubble in it. It's even more hard when the thing's like tissue paper. Right. I mean, and so, uh, I don't remember you, you helped me, you were helping me put the stickers on, trying to put the stickers on and get that done. It's like, and you couldn't even pull the sticker up and put it back down without stretching it. Right. Like Mm -hmm. it's that thin. So, uh, we put the stickers on and we do a few rolling away shots. Like, all right, we're out of here. And so boom, we hit the road, (laughs) we fire up the GPS and hit the road. And luckily I brought my, uh, my magnet for my phone that holds my phone up. So we had that on the dash all the time. And as soon as I get on the road within five minutes, I'm feeling exactly like I bought a, a you know uh, a 1973 bug that's blown out, it's been driven, it's wobbly, it's 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 got shakes and rattles and everything feels loose and spongy and uh, at about 55 miles an hour the steering wheel starts to shake slightly violently but not too crazy right and uh, so we hit the road right hit the road from there and. Uh, How's the first road trip so far, Megan? What what are you what are your thoughts as we're on the road? You're just like Yeah, I don't know if I'm just naive or if I'm just really trusting, but I didn't even get concerned about anything. And not until further into the trip where you actually had to swerve off of the road when you hit the brakes so that you didn't hit the car in front of us. Yeah. That made me a little nervous. I was, I was a little I was a little bit sketch. Yeah. Yeah, we were I can't remember what I was playing with my phone or something. I, I'm sure I wasn't paying attention. No, it's just no, some, you were paying attention. No, somebody just jammed on the brakes, and I was like, "Oh!" And I stomped on the brakes, and then I had to dart out of the way. I, I shot the shoulder because uh, we were gonna we we're gonna collide in the back of some other car, and I was like, "Something's not right about these brakes." 
first gas stop, I don't even check the I don't I don't check the brake fluid till day two, till after San Antonio. So if day one, I'm like, uh, the brakes are just crap on this thing. That's what I'm thinking to myself, right? Because I'm stepping on the brakes. They don't pull left or right. We'll find out why later why they didn't pull left or right. And uh, we get to our first location, which is um, well, we start had we so we're hungry. We, we flown on a plane. We had some peanuts or something like nothing super fun. And then cookies. They don't even have pizza peanuts anymore. They have cookies now. So uh, we haven't eaten. We got there. We're, we feel like we we showed up around dinner time, but we were just like, yeah, we're gonna hit the road. We're gonna make it to San Antonio. And San Antonio was like uh, sixty miles, I think it was, to San Antonio. And then uh, we end up going all the way to San Antonio that night. For the most part, it's pretty uneventful. The rain clears up right when we get on the road, right? So um, I have, uh, we take our, let me see. Yeah, right here. All right. Yeah, so I got, uh, I, I suppose we took all these, uh, September 19th is when it was. Yeah, because seven seventy five thousand four hundred fifty one miles, I filled it up at George West. So George West is where we got fuel, and uh, that's the first stop that we did, if I'm not mistaken. And we go from there. And uh, one of the things, one of the things that you forget when you go on a road trip is like the creature comforts of home, like your consistency, like your special drinks. Like I like a particular type of rock star. And I can't just drink any rocks like my, my specific flavor. So it's always disappointing when you pull into a convenience store and they don't have, I, I drink the blue uh, Rockstar Zeros um, and they're delicious, like a fruit punchy flavor. <laughs> and so we pull into the first place and I don't think they had any. So we get going down the road a little bit further and then I see another place to stop. So we stop a second time for fuel. Now, every time I'm shutting the door, I'm realizing like, oh, this is kind of annoying because I gotta. I, I'm shutting the door and I have to push up on the on the door jam so that it doesn't drag across the threshold, so the door shuts completely. So what that first stop we have, which is on video on the YouTube video, that's the first stop that we make. And I, I didn't check fuel. I didn't check everything. We just hopped on the freeway and went 50 miles. I'm looking at the fuel gauge, thinking like, yeah, I guess there's fuel in it, right? So drive over to. Uh, George West get fuel and then we drive the rest of the way to San Antonio and, I, and really freeway driving in Texas was super nice you know it was really it, it was a great experience just to see all that highway and all that wide open space and I gotta tell you guys in Texas you guys listen to Texas man I, I, I lived in Houston when I was a, a teenager I lived in Houston and then lived in Katy for two years from uh, sixth grade to sixth grade to sixth grade to fifth sixth and seventh grade or something like that and uh, I forgot when we lived in Houston, but we're now a little more on the west side of Texas. And I really liked it. You know, I really like American flags everywhere. Nice open spaces. Uh, and if I were to move from Las Vegas, I would possibly move to uh, move to uh, Texas. So at any rate, first, so the end of day one, we end up making it to a Whataburger. Um, in San Antonio, just when we pull into San Antonio, we find uh, like a comfort inn or whatever to stay there and stop at Whataburger, which Megan never had a Whataburger, but it's a little bit, uh, oh yeah, and this whole time, I forgot that at the first gas stop, I'd blown out the back of my shorts, like my shorts <laughs> were sagging a little bit, and I squat to check the oil and completely ripped open the back of my shorts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so now when I make the second stop for fuel, 
because after I made the, we made the first stop, I went in and bought some stuff. Then I came out, after we filled up the tank, and then I was checking oil and doing all that stuff. And then I squatted down, tore my pants right, I mean, they're older pair of shorts, and tore them literally vertically right up just to the right of my butt crack. And just, I mean, there were, it was an eight-inch rip in the back of my shorts. So at my next stop, when I went in and found my drinks at the Circle K further down the road, I was like, oh, got my drinks. And then I'm now I'm in cloud nine because I got my drinks. And uh, this lady behind me was like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> You're, uh, I said, I know. I apologize that you have to look at that. The back of my shorts are all blown open. So she's looking in my drawers and <laughs> we're, uh, we're, I'm just like ready to be on the road. So we get on the road from there, end up at, uh, like I said, end up at Whataburger, get a hotel that night. And then, uh, you know, this thing is, it's pretty, I, I get now, So now it's daylight. I'm giving a little, another assessment. I'm looking at the tires. I haven't checked the air. They look good. Like everything's looking good. I, it doesn't have a spare tire. So we're embarking on a 1200 mile road trip with no spare, no anything. I haven't stopped to get any tools. We did that on day two in, in San Antonio. We stopped at the checker. But at this point, Megan's just like, mm, this is fun road trip, right? Well, and it was this morning that you, it didn't have reverse, and so you were pushing it out of the parking lot. <sighs> no, that was, that was that Lubbock, was Texas. No, it was Lubbock. That was leaving Lubbock, Texas. Because remember, San Antonio, I backed it into the parking spot. Oh, okay. So we came out in the morning. I put I only had the passenger side logo on there, and then that morning I put the driver's side logo mm-hmm. on in the mm-hmm. parking lot, and that's when I realized, like, oh, man, these, these stickers are impossible to put on. And so... We leave San Antonio and uh, we drive down to Austin, Texas. We we go from San Antonio to Austin. We go to the Alamo, right? Before we get to the Alamo, we stop at um, we stop at Denny's, get some breakfast in downtown Austin. Mm-hmm. And that's where I put a sticker and Mark Trevino wins the sticker like the like the next when I get back a couple days later, I start posting where I put the stickers. And he saw the sticker and sent that. So shout out to Mark Trevino who won the free T-shirt because I've been doing that every time we travel. I put Easter eggs everywhere, so I put a sticker. And then if somebody takes a picture with the sticker, I'll send you a free T-shirt. And so to find those stickers, you got to go on my Instagram page on Let's Talk Dubs at Let's Talk Dubs and find my Easter eggs. And uh, I've put them somewhere. And if you send me a picture of you next to the sticker, uh, the first one that does it gets a free T-shirt. So. That's how you get that. So we stop over there. Uh, we realize that I'm having troubles with reverse. So the reason I'm having issues with reverse, because really I'm not, I'm now starting to question the validity of this build, like how decent this car is. And I'm trying not to alarm my wife. Like, uh-oh, this, <laughs> uh-oh, this thing's, uh, it's, uh, we shouldn't be doing a 1,200-mile road trip. I think it's 14, 1,400 miles from here. 14 or 1,500, because day two, we made it 1200 miles. We made it 1200. Like yeah. That's how far we, we made it 12. Drove it. Right. And then, and then the Dodge Ram saved the day. Mm-hmm. But, uh, we, uh, we leave Austin and go to the Alamo. And now with the whole COVID thing, it's just kind of super annoying because everybody, you know, wear masks everywhere. And it's just, and, and, you know, we just haven't done a bunch of stuff where we're out and about at restaurants and all that stuff. We're just used to kind of being in our bubble here in Vegas and, so we get there and um, we go to the Alamo and then we're like, ah, you know what? Bag this. I paid 10 bucks to park in that stupid parking spot. 
And then what I should have just done is rolled up in front of the Alamo, popped off some pictures of the limo, and then hit the road. So uh, for Megan being such a good sport, she had one place that she wanted to go. <laughs> Where is that, Megan? Uh, we stopped in Waco at Chip and Joanne's place. All right, Chip and Joanne's place. And if you guys... If you guys can relate to this and your wife watches that show and then she just giggles and goes, that chip is so funny, like <laughs> super annoying. Yeah, but <laughs> I like Chip. Chip's a good dude. I mean, he doesn't mean to be so cute on TV, but you know, everybody just thinks he's just so cute and nice. But you know, I've had about enough of this chip. No, <laughs> Chip's, <laughs> Chip's not. A, I'm sure he's not a bad cat, but uh, we decide, I decide since she's so cool and we're going to do that. It's about a two and a half hour detour to go to Waco. Uh, so we get, we detour and go up and then I was going to go through Dallas Fort Worth. Meanwhile, at this time I'm texting the guys from VW life and I are texting and it was just kind of a random thing. He's like, Hey man, if you're coming through Texas tomorrow night, like, cause it's Thursday now, well, it's Friday. He's like, yeah, Saturday night we got this thing going on. I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm hauling through whatever, but let me know if you guys want to link up. And I figured I might just link up the guys from VW life and do a quick little video or something like that. But that ended up not happening. So, uh, we end up detouring and going uh, going all the way to Waco, and that's that's another nice drive, man. Texas is just like, I love Texas. I mean, I'm not lying. Like, if I move from Vegas, it's probably to Texas. So, and more specifically, um, where's the place I really like in Texas? It's called Meridian. Meridian, Texas. Yeah, I like Meridian, Texas. It seems out of the way enough where I could have a nice big plot of land with a big shop, and then close enough where I get to some other places i mean in my head i'm I, in my head i love it in, in reality i might hate it but you know in my head i love it so i mean i just i just love the look of it because it was not so flat a little bit a little bit of rolling hills and some stuff like that but uh i really liked it i really liked meridian texas so um we take off over to megan's place that she wants to check out and megan give me the impression of Chip and Joanna's place when we get there. Any adventures on the way to Chip and Joanna's? I don't think we we don't have any. We stop and get food at Flying J. That's where I put the second Gerald, Texas. Mm. That's where I put the second sticker. Mm-hmm. And we get some truck stop lunch. Mm. Right? Delicious. Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only downside of this trip is there was no good food. <laughs> right. It was just, everything was like truck stop convenience store or whatever, because we were just uh I guess I get in go mode and we we're just like going. But yeah, well, we got, we had a lot of miles. I mean, it's one thing if we were like, if it was a six hour drive and we could make a couple stops, but it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a, what was it? It was 20, a 20 hour drive, something crazy like that. 22 hours. So we get, we finally get to Waco, Texas, Megan. And what is your impression of we, we, when we get to Chip and Joanna's place? Well, I didn't really know what to expect as far as Waco. Waco's nothing much to look at as far as the town. Um, and then when we did get to Chip and Joanne's place, uh, I don't know. I think in my mind I expected it to be more, but it was nice. Yeah. In, in all fairness, we, we I mean, we literally got off the freeway went to Chip and Joanne's place and got back. So we really didn't scope out Waco in a, as a whole. Right. But, you know. Listen, Just drove through. We gave it the tourist evaluation. Yeah, Definitely. Um, but we got some good stuff at the bakery. We got some good cupcakes and cookies and stuff. She's amazing with cooking, baking. Yeah. I wonder if those are her real recipes. I think they are. I don't know. It could be. uh, She's dang handy if it is, but, uh, 
So the furniture store, went in the furniture store, I took some video of that. It was a little... Um, Just small, I thought. Like I expected it to be bigger, I guess, more. Yeah. I mean, that's huge for Waco, Texas. Probably like a four or 5,000 foot showroom. Yeah. So for Waco, Texas, you're normally looking at like a 400 foot general store, you know, some, something dinky like that. Yeah. So we roll through there, get some pictures in front of the silos. Um, there's another sticker out, out in Waco, Texas too. So no one's sent that one in yet. So across from the silos, there's a no parking sign. On the back side of that no parking sign is a Let's Talk Dub sticker. If you get your picture with that sticker, go ahead and <laughs> DM me on Instagram and you'll be the first one that gets your picture. Uh, you'll be the first one that gets your uh, free t-shirt from Let's Talk Dubs, your favorite Volkswagen podcast. So now at this time, I checked the oil. The thing's not burning oil, which is really surprising to me. It's, I mean, the thing's really running decent. I mean, we're not having, other than the brakes are completely tired and shot. Um, it's, it's, it's not horrible. And then we stop at, uh, so before we get to Waco, we stop in San Antonio and we get, uh, that's where we meet Greg with, uh, TXR audio. That was Austin. Um, no, that was San Antonio. Was it? No, it was Austin. I'm that sorry. Was Austin. It was Austin. Mm-hmm. So I was outside of all, we're leaving for breakfast and we stop and we get, I'm like, let's get some tools and some parts, whatever. So I, I roll into the auto zone probably dropped like 150 bucks buying like a little tool kit, spare gas can, brake fluid. I checked the brake fluid. It takes all the brake fluid because the brake, the, the brake reservoir was dead empty. So I'm like, oh, okay, I guess this is the problem. Well, later we find out there's other issues going on. But um, so I put, I filled the reservoir with brake fluid and then we're, uh, we're back in the road. We're putting premium gas in it. I'm putting fuel stable, not fuel stabilizer, but fuel cleaner. Uh, hoping that if there's any issues, it clears it out. But for the most part, things run like a champ. I mean, it's not running hot. It's got decent power. We're in Texas. It's flat, so we're not hitting any grades. So it's pretty decent, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, we get those parts. Oh, so I'm thinking um, we stop in in San when we stop in San Antonio before we get to Waco. So the story's going a little back and forth, but you guys will be all right. It's worth the story anyway. So. We get to Greg's place at TRX or TXR Audio in Austin, Texas. And he's like, yeah, I don't have anything in my shop right now. If you guys need to use a jack or any that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I got to adjust these brakes because these brakes are bad news. So we jack up the car and I'm just trying to adjust. In a, in a late model with the four lugs, you can adjust the you can adjust the brakes from the inside. You don't, have to, you don't have to take the wheels off like on a on an early style five lug. You have to take the wheels off to adjust the brakes. So we jacked the car up and I'm like, I'm, I'm turning, I'm, I'm, I think I'm turning the adjuster. I buy, I buy an adjuster, all that stuff and it's, it won't fit. So it's a whole ordeal. So I borrow a screwdriver from the dude. I start trying to adjust the brakes, everything, everything because it's in Texas and it was by the water. Everything's got a pretty decent layer of heavy surface rust, if not just flat out rust on it. So I'm Megan's in the car and I'm like, Megan, push down the brakes and I'm, I'm adjusting the adjuster. I'm spinning the wheel. I'm like, step on the brake. The wheel just keeps spinning. I'm like, man, this is bad news. This, You're not supposed to tell this story. <laughs> these things are out of control. And then I adjust the other side. I'm, I'm turning the adjuster. I'm like, step on the brake. She's, I, hear, I hear the pedal at the floor. Spin the wheel. The wheel just keeps spinning. And then I stopped for a second and I said, are you stepping on the middle pedal? And she's like, oh, <laughs> oh, I'm not. So then she steps on the brake pedal and it's, it's, it stops the one wheel that I'm working on. So I just dropped the car and I'm like, yeah, I don't want to damage. I don't want to, I don't want to 
try adjusting the brakes, break a break a finger off one of the stars, and then it gets lodged inside the brakes, then have more problems. So I'm just like, you know what? Let's leave well enough alone and keep going. So we end up bagging it and keep rolling on. So that night we decide that we're going to make it from, so that day we go from Lubbock, Texas to, I'm sorry, we go from San Antonio to Lubbock, Texas in that one day. So that's, so now we're, we're on, this is Friday. We make it to Lubbock, Texas around 11 o'clock at night, right? Yeah. What's so funny? <laughs> What's the funny part that I forgot? Well, okay. So when we leave Alice with the bug, mm-hmm. the owner was telling us how the engine had started on fire because it had gotten hot. They were at a car show. One of maybe it wasn't that car, but she was in a bug and it was on fire. And then her husband was like, Get out of the car. You remember the story they yep. were telling us about? Yep. Okay. So that's in my mind. We're driving to Lubbock and I start smelling something. <laughs> <laughs> and I keep it's dark outside, it's late. And I keep looking back just to make sure that we're not on fire. And I'm like, Do you smell that? To Bill. <laughs> He's like, Smell what? He's totally I know he can smell it. He's like, I think it's just outside. I think it's just I yeah, because it smelled pretty funny. Like you go through some of those cow pastures and it, you start smelling yeah. some cow pasture. It did not smell like cow. <laughs> I didn't. It smelled like car for sure. But yeah, so he's like, no, I don't smell anything. So I just let it go. And then 20 minutes later, I'm like, are you sure you don't smell something? No, just roll the windows down. It's probably just right. something outside. Anyways. Because in my head, I'm thinking, I don't want to pull over the side of the road, yeah. check this car out. And I'm thinking it might be something. And I think there was once or twice where we stopped where I just was like, I don't know, something's not right. Let me take a look. And then I'm looking, I don't see anything. And then I'm just kind of like, you know, my, my, my attitude's like, we're pretty dang lucky. Like, let's leave well enough alone and just keep cruising, right? <laughs> so, yeah. So the next day, so there was, so the smell was kind of like a burning gear oil smell. Like, I, I, I wasn't sure if it was gear oil, but it's the next day it smelled like gear oil inside the car. And then that's the night we made it. We made it to Lubbock, Texas, and it was late. It was like 11 o'clock we get in. Mm-hmm. And it's like right to bed. And my head is, and I'm thinking like we're still 900 miles from home. Because the trip's 1,400 miles. So in those two days we did 500. And I'm thinking this is going to be one long haul. And I'm like we've got to get up at 6 in the morning and get on the road. So that's the second, that's the opening of, of the video for the day two that you see. And when I pull into Lubbock, I'm just like hugely disappointed. I'm like, and, but then again, you know, I'm pulling these towns in the middle of the night and I'm looking, you know, probably where the hotels are is not the best part of town. And uh, I'm, I'm just pulling in and thinking like, oh man, I just gotta get on the road. So we crash out hard and then, uh, and then get right on the road first thing in the morning, six o'clock in the morning. And that's when we're having issues with reverse gear. Oh, okay. That's the day that I push it out and I said, oh, we're having a problem here. Videotape this. And then I asked you to videotape it because we're over here pushing this car backwards. So I, uh, I end up pushing the car back and then, uh, I'm thinking like, oh, I don't need today to be the day we start on problems. I got 900 to click today and it's going to be a long day. So, uh, on this day we leave and we go first place we stop, we stop just outside in, uh, what is it? Donk shoe, donkey something, donkey just before mule, mule, mule kick, mule something, mule shoe. That was it. Mm-hmm. Mule shoe mm-hmm. just before mule shoe, Arizona. 
we stop at a McDonald's just to grab something to eat, get some gas. Like everything is like stop, get food, get gas, and get back on the road. And it's just like driving. Oh, now by the way, the radio never worked until we got to the stereo shop. And I just asked the guy, mm-hmm. another shout out to my guy Greg over there at TXR in Austin, Texas. He was like, uh, he's and, and and I learned something new. He's in Saw Stereos, and it was like JVC and uh, JVC and Pioneer, I think it was. Or JVC and Sony have the same power plug, like the same speaker locations, all the power plug and all that stuff's exactly the same. He says, and I had a Sony in there, and then he's like, yeah, the Sony doesn't work. I think I might have one that works, so he pulled it out, switched it out. Now we got sounds, so now at least there's some kind of music going on there. And the bug's got like, it's a lethargic kind of power. It's not like super powerful. It's just like a, a sleepy kind of power it's got, but it'll get there. I mean, it'll get there eventually. And uh, we leave Lubbock. We stop at... Uh, we stop, get McDonald's, power breakfast, and then hit the road. And that day is like long and flat. You hit Albuquerque, you hit you hit New Mexico, and Lubbock, Texas, looks a lot like New Mexico. And New Mexico was a lot of desert, a lot of two lane, and pretty for for a couple hundred miles. But then it gets really pretty, red rock and yeah, all the mountains and stuff. Yeah, that's when we're coming out of Albuquerque. I mean, we come into Albuquerque. Well, we first we had gone up to that, um, the big truck stop is where we stopped. And that was an elevation gain of, uh, I think we were almost at 10,000 feet at that point. Um, it was quite, it was quite the, uh, quite the climb and, and the bug. That's where I start feeling that we're having some issues with the bug because taking that climb up there, it's, uh, I mean, it's, the, the bug is feeling it right now. And so, um, let me see. Let me look at my little New Mexico thing that I got here. And that was in, uh, yeah, that's in, uh, let's see, more, more Morarity, Mexico, New Mexico. We stop at the, uh, Klein's travel center, which is like, mm. uh, Klein's corner, which is a, a big, you know, giant truck stop and gift shop and all that stuff. So, we stopped there. Um, we're there. It's uh, 11.30 in the morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we made it to there. We made it to there by 11.30. And then uh, let's see when we get to Rio Rancho is, you know, Rio Rancho is about 1 o'clock. So Rio Rancho is just coming into Albuquerque and then into, uh, let's see. Laguna and then yeah then we get into yeah those are all that's all coming out of there so Rio Rancho's coming out of there that's where it starts to get pretty good looking is Rio Rancho area coming out of Albuquerque into Laguna and then Grants like all that stuff's real good looking so we're cruising we're making some tracks man we get to uh we get into um Arizona like our big goal is to get to Arizona and then I think we're going we're we go through Albuquerque and I'm like we'll just get something in the next town to eat because we stop (laughs) and it's like stop gas beef jerky drinks and then back on the road and Megan's hungry she's getting a little hangry at this (laughs) point right yeah and uh so I said well we'll just grab something there's a town up here called Grants or something we'll get something there and there was Nothing there, Grants, Milan, nothing, there was nothing there. 
And so the next place we stop, I thought we were going to stop in Gallup and get something to eat, but um, I don't recall where we ended up stopping. No, we ended up getting lunch in Hallbrook, Arizona. Yeah, we waited. So five o'clock in the afternoon, we make it. So from six, so now it's from 6 p.m. So from 6 a.m. until five in the afternoon is when we're in Hallbrook, Arizona. And earlier that day when I started realizing like when I, after I'd missed, missed a car more than once when we hit some traffic jams and stuff, I was just over it. I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to call Drew and have him come hook up the Dodge when he's done doing what he's doing and just have him start headed this way. And wherever he meets us, he meets us. And, uh, my son's a little, a little crazy and he was uh, moving at a pretty quick clip because Hallbrook, Arizona is another five hours from, it's another five hours from Vegas. Vegas, yeah. Yeah. So, we end up getting to Holbrook, Arizona. That's where we stop, and uh, we have lunch at the hottest, um, temperature-wise, the hottest uh, Mexican food place there. Not a lot of places are open. They don't have the air conditioning on, and uh, it's a nice warm lunch. And then as I'm sitting there, you know, we're parked. He brings a truck and trailer, and then I got the limo bug there. So we're, we wheel around, and I move the limo bug, put it up on the trailer, and then we go across the street to the gas station. And now now I'm feeling good because I've been sitting in a blown out 73 Super Beetle high back seat that's got like padding and stuff missing. So like a certain part of my left butt cheek is feeling the metal at this point. And uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to sitting in my air conditioned leather seats in the Dodge Ram. <laughs> and it just wasn't that safe to drive the car the rest of the way, just with the way the brakes were. I just didn't feel good about the brakes. So when he shows up Holbrook, we all get lunch, load the car up. And as I'm pulling, I'll go across to the truck stop. That's where the guy stops me and says, oh man, you like these Volkswagens? Man, there's a bus around the corner for like $2,000. Man, you should go see it. I'm like, what do you mean a bus for $2,000? I said, does it have two windshields in the front, like a left and a right windshield? He says, yeah, yeah, it's one of those. So I'm like, holy crap. He's like, yeah, it's just on your way out of town, man. You just got to just go right down that way and it's right on your way out of town. And now, mind you, we've been on the road. We've now been on the road. It's going to be probably 12 hours at this time. It's 12 hours. We're on the road and mama wants to go home. She's kind of ready. And uh, we get out there and I drive over to look at this car and I'm thinking like, Oh, this will be cool, man. Let me go get this bu- this bus for 2000 bucks, man. That's a deal. So I go see this bus, and this bus, I posted pictures of it online, and it was chopped and sectioned, and it was, I mean, it was worked over pretty good. I mean, it was it was no longer a bus, and it was like, it was just, just, just it was just a lot of steel welded on stuff and chopped and channeled, and it was about four feet off the ground and just wasn't my cup of tea. And then when I looked in the window and, and focused on what was there, it was not $2,000. It was $20,000 for this bus. So needless to say, it was out of my price range, luckily for me, because had it been $2,000, even the condition it was, I may have bought it, which would have been another thing I don't need. So yeah, so that's uh, that's where the limo bug died. And uh, well, it didn't die. So a few days later, we get it back to the, we get it here to the house I unloaded off the trailer because it still starts like a dream and drives and does everything and I got no issues with it. I just, the brakes are super sketch. So I wait for the following Saturday. George's got some time. We go to his shop and we 
pull the brakes off to adjust them, do all that kind of stuff. And, uh, all the hardware inside's all rusted. So I go buy new hardware and then I go buy all four new wheel cylinders. And then I, you know, get all the parts and pieces. We switch everything out and then the brakes still aren't working. So then we realize we've got an issue with, we've got an issue with the, uh, um, the, uh, it looks like the master cylinders leaking. We're not hundred percent sure. Come to find out later. Uh, the George's power bleeding the brakes and we got two lines that aren't working. So George's George then has happens to have two lines at a shop. We change those two lines and then the brakes are 60% better, but they're still feeling a little faded. So we end up, uh, switching the brakes out, um, put new brakes, shoes, shoes on all four corners, new wheel cylinders, all four corners, two new brake lines and the brakes are decent as of now. So um, that's where that was. But overall, Megan, what, what was your overall experience with the trip? I mean, give me your, it was a good time. I'm ready for the next one. You ready for the next one? Yeah. Well, you didn't go to the, you didn't go to big bear for the other one. It was too short of a trip for you. You didn't invite me to big bear. Mm, I think you took Andrew with you. My replacement. Yeah. Andrew's my replacement. I I took my boy. Well, you know, and my wife can help push a car too, but this car had a blown out tire and some other stuff. Plus the boy wanted to go hang out with his old man. So, um, you'll go on the next one. We'll find, I'm sure we'll find a next car in the next six, eight months that we can go buy and buy, save from somebody and then sell to somebody else or have some fun with it. But, um, for you, like what, what's your, you know, cause I've never had you on the podcast before. So now I got you on the podcast. Like how has your thought process changed about my Volkswagen hobby? since like when we first because when we got married i don't i don't think i had a bug when we got married did i you didn't have a bug you had the bus or you got the bus i bought the bus when when andrew was a baby right yeah i know i remember when i met you Mm -hmm. it was sean's bug in the garage that was being worked on because sean was still living with you yeah you didn't have the red and black bug before i had it at this time right right no i didn't not when we met yeah um, your thought, your, 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 how has your thought process of my hobby changed over the years? Has it changed? Is it still the same? Or at first you thought I was like, oh, this would be fun. He's just going to fix this one bus and then we're just gonna have a family car and then we'll move on to something else. Is that what you were thinking or what? Yeah, maybe at the very beginning, but it's a sickness. <laughs> <laughs> For you? For you. Yeah, you're addicted, Megan. You're addicted <laughs> to. You. And honestly, like if this is your thing, this is your thing. But do and you, I, and do you like it? I like to be involved. I like to do things with you. Mm-hmm. So I like to, I like when you drag me along to things. So what, but what have you learned? Have you learned anything about Volkswagen since all this time that we've been married? Like, what are some things that you never thought or knew about about Volkswagen? Said, oh, yeah, I just know that. You know what I mean? Anything off the top of your head? <laughs> Any particular Volkswagens you like better? Bug or bus or the Gia or any of that kind of stuff? Uh, not really. <laughs> What's been your favorite Volkswagen of all the ones I've owned? All the ones that you've owned? Yeah. Um, I like the look of the Gia, but the one that you sold. Mm-hmm. I did like the look of that one a lot. I like... There's different things about them. I like that the bus can hold so many people. Right. So tell, that's fun. We tell our son to stop chopping the tree outside. This kid's out there like 
Yeah, he's just open the door. Just stand up and open the door and tell him he's got to stop. Because this kid, my kid's out. I'm watching him walk around the studio with an axe in his hand. And he's chopping at a tree. And the funny part, the, the funny part is our kids... <laughs> I noticed, in the, I noticed in the other tree, there's a bunch of axe marks in the other tree that are all healed over and stuff. So it had to be my younger son that had gone out there and took the axe to the tree. And then now, I think every kid has got that rite of passage where they got they find an axe and they go take it to the tree. So, so Megan, over, overall, you had fun. I mean, we didn't get to we didn't get to really hang out in the hotels. It was like show up, crash, wake up, drive. I mean, Texas is a long haul. R- realistically. We went halfway across the country. That's the middle of the country. Mm. Are you ready for another road trip? Yeah. Are you ready for a road trip to the East Coast? Sure. All right. Yeah. All right. So we may, if we can get the Bull Run bus in time and there's a show on the East Coast this year, that would be a fun drive. So the, the, the Bull Run bus with the new 21 window roof section. I'll finish up my podcast studio in the back, road tripping all the way out to Florida because there is a, I don't know if they're doing it this year. I would like to think they're doing it this year, the Florida bug jam, but if they're doing it, we might have to hit it up. So, well, Megan also is a fan of the podcast. What? What? I have a terrible kid that's in here just trying to, we're like recording something, young man. So as of you guys stop talking to your mom. She's right. She's on the she's on on the air right now, bro. So as a listener of the podcast, what's your favorite episode? Because you do. She, I have to tell you honestly, my wife does. Uh, my wife does actually uh, listen to the podcast sometimes. I do sometimes. I really enjoyed Bruce Meyer. Um, I'd like to meet him. He's a guy that I'm like. Oh, I like this guy. Like I, I'd like to meet this guy. Right. He seems very kind and, and genuine. Um, it was fun to go to Chris's place with you, Chris Addington. That was fun. Yeah, yeah meeting Chris Addington you. was yeah. a good time. His wife Betty, they're yep. They're uh, they they were good people to kind of. Uh, and you didn't feel like we were imposing on them, like the way I just called them up, like, "Hey, man, we're <laughs> right. <laughs> we're just gonna come over to your house." What do you think about that? So. Yeah, actually, all of the ones I've listened to, I've. It's funny because you listen to them and then it's like you kind of know, you feel like you kind of know that person or know about them. And so you kind of want to meet them, like put a face to a name and. Oh, man. Meet people. This this is coming up. Florida Bug Jam is November 7th. Bro, you got to stop. This No, you just got to stop. That's this, only two, three weeks away. It's two weeks. It's two weeks on the calendar. I I mean the the crew cab's ready. Yeah. The crew cab is ready. You just gotta not be scared. Should I be? I don't know. <laughs> I just drove the limo bug twelve hundred miles, right. so the carbon cab <laughs> would be like scared. super deluxe to go there. Man, I'm wondering if Florida bug jam is actually happening. Like, if it's happening, I'm like, I'm like hot tempted to go check that out because that would just be. Man, that'd be a good time because we have done jack squat this year. And I wonder who's down enough out there. And I might let this podcast out early so we get people at least a week and a half to get ready for the Florida Bug Jam road <laughs> trip. But who's more down than that, right? I mean, we just finished. We just came off of the Bill and George's crazy weekend that we just came off of that, which was a great time, which was an all-driving event. 
So that was a good time. And I personally love to drive Volkswagens. I love driving my bus. I love to be able to go on the road with my bus. And uh, I think Florida Bug Jam would just be a blast to do. And, geez, it's right there. This kid, man, this kid has been in this in and out of the studio, opening the door, <laughs> slamming the door, taking a tree, chopping stuff down outside. Sorry, guys, you guys got to listen to this. But, uh, yeah, um, we, we're going to have some news coming up for you guys uh, in the next couple episodes, some pretty spectacular news that will be hitting before the first of the year, and you'll hear it first here on Let's Talk Dubs. So for you guys being listeners to Let's Talk Dubs, you guys are going to get some VW industry news before anybody else has it. We'll be the first place this news breaks. And I'm going to tell you right now, you guys are going to lose your mind when this goes down. So, uh, But look out for those Easter eggs that are out there for the podcast uh, that we're doing. If we decide to hit the road again, there'll just be more more, more stickers on the road to get you guys some free T-shirts. Um, Megan, anything else about the Texas trip that you wanted to just tell us overall? You just had a good time or like, I mean, anything? What, what's your thoughts about the whole road trip? Nothing else except that it was a great time. You liked it? I did. Favorite place? Uh, Probably Meridian as well. Yeah. Yeah. Nice looking Meridian, Texas. Beautiful. Somebody, somebody in Texas found me a pad over there, so I saw my joint up here. They got the Raider Stadium, so property value has gone up over here. And too <laughs> many Californians moving here. Too many people from California moving here, man. I, I might have to go to Texas. <laughs> but I think it wouldn't be my first time. I've been there before, so... Who knows, guys? We might be headed to. Uh, we might be headed to. You, you may have heard it here first. There's a possibility. I'm gonna say it's a 60% chance that we could go to Florida Bug Jam. Now, if I go to Florida Bug Jam, here's my plan. My plan would be to road trip there, and then fly back and have my bus shipped back here because I obviously have to get back to work. I got a business to run. I got people and all that kind of stuff. So I don't have the luxury just to take that kind of time, but. Who knows, man? We might posse up with some people and hit the road and go uh, and, and head uh, head eastbound. So um, I know it'd be, I think it'd be a great time to do it. But reality is, we'd have to leave if we're gonna drive cross country. We'd have to leave. We'd have to leave uh, like Tuesday after Halloween. That's a bold move. That's a one week away. That's a bold move. Mm-hmm. I'm game. I just, got, I just got to make sure, and I got my people in place. I got to make sure I can make it happen, but I'm pretty sure I can make it happen. We'll see. You never know. I'll confirm bug jams happening, and we, you guys might see me in Florida, man. So, Megan, I'm glad to have you on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I know that uh, you didn't get a lot. You know, I, I, I purposely, because you weren't really wanting to talk a lot, um, I, well, okay, I just did the talk because I did the talking. That's, that's what, <laughs> I sorry. appreciate that. So... Anyway, guys, uh, Megan, thanks for coming on. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the story of the limo bug. And this will probably go out as a bonus episode this week, guys, possibly. Or I may wait and save it to Friday. But until next week, guys. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Next week coming up, I've got the guy who chopped the first Volkswagen. That's right. The very first VW ever chopped is going to be next week's episode, Creighton Mueller from Tacoma, Washington. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Don't forget to support the podcast. Go to letstalkdubs.com slash store. Support your boy. Pick up a shirt, pick up some stickers, and support your favorite podcast. And don't forget to share it with your friends, guys. Until next week, guys. Later.